Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries RPG podcast. I'm your host, John, and today I'm going to talk about one of my favourite things that I learnt from Old School Essentials slash Necrotic Gnome books, specifically their adventure books. But first of all, let's cue that music. So what I'm going to talk about in today's episode relates specifically to how some of the information is laid out in the Necrotic Gnome Adventures. And this is something I first of all noticed in the adventure Winter's Daughter written by Gavin Norman, which finds you involved in the machinations of a fey princess and her lost love. And don't worry if you've not played it, I'm not going to get into terribly large amounts of spoilers during this episode and i'll say in advance that i'm looking at one of the sort of older printings of it there have been some sort of reworkings and amendments in later editions so if you're looking at your book and it doesn't correspond to exactly what i've got here you've probably just got a different printing of that sort But specifically what I want to talk about in this short episode is the way in which scenic descriptions and also pertinent information about NPCs was written down to make it more accessible and easy to find for the GM. And this is a style I'm pleased to say that Necrotic Gnome has carried forward in the numerous adventures that they have published since Winter's Daughter for the Old School Essential System. So I'm going to look here at a scene called Sacrifice at the Withing Stones, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And I believe this scene was actually removed from later printings, so you don't have to worry about spoilers or anything like that. And effectively it involves the PCs coming across the Droon, this mysterious sect of druidic-like nature priests about to sacrifice someone in a stone circle. So the way this is organized, we have a small paragraph for the stone circle, and then we have another small paragraph for the hooded man, the young woman, and the ritual itself. And these have a sort of grayed barred shading on it, so it's easy to see. And each page seems to have just one or two encounters on with a very prominent title at the top so again it's very easy upon flicking through the adventure to find quickly what you're looking for without having to go to an index or a contents page or stuff like that now the way that gavin's chosen to present this information so let's look at the stone circle the description of the place where the sacrifice is actually going ahead We have the title, Stone Circle. Then underneath, in bold text, it says Rune Etched. Very simple description, but instantly it's telling you something about that scene, that these stone circles have runes etched into them. Then in brackets next to that, we have just a little bit of elaboration, nothing nothing too over the top. It says Eldritch Markings, which reflect moonlight. Then after that, we have a second sentence that says Mossy in bold text and in brackets clad with dangling beards. And that's it. That's all you get for the stone circle. But to be honest, what more do you really need? When you glance at this information on the page, the words rune etched and mossy leap out at you because the text is emboldened. And instantly with just those two sort of little phrases, you've got a picture building in your mind 
about what this scene looks like without having to read through loads of purple prose or flavor text and if you do need a little bit of more detail it's there for you in the bracketed text but again it doesn't go on for a ridiculously long time so let's have a look at how this same technique was taken forward to the two hooded men the mysterious drone who are conducting the sacrifice so again we get the title two hooded men in a gray bar very easy to see we then this time because obviously there's a slightly more detail needed because you're going to be interacting with them we get four little sentences to describe them in bold text we have mumbling incantations in an odd tongue in brackets knife held aloft silver curved black cloaks and hoods and finally golden talks in the form of owls and obviously the the text where i've sort of spoken it a little bit more quietly there is the text that's in brackets and the text i spoke a little bit more loudly is what's written in bold so if you look at this page without seeing anything else even if you ignore the bracket text you know that these two hooded men are mumbling incantations holding knives aloft they're clad in black cloaks and they have golden torques or necklaces on and again you could pretty much run with that if you need a little bit more information again it's there in the bracketed text for you but again it takes a it takes like four lines rather than like having paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs explaining how this scene is going down and if you combine this description with the stone circle description earlier on pretty much you get a straight away you get an idea of what's going on now because these are npcs and they might have a bit more interaction there's a little bit more detail underneath four bullet points there's reaction which you know how they react to the mp the pcs sorry trying to uh, engage with them names the names of the two people no if they know any pertinent information and possessions any treasure they have on them but again each of these is a bullet point with the title reaction names no and possessions in emboldened text and a couple of sentences at most after it if we look at the the next one which is one young woman again gray bar text we have bound to the central stone wild-eyed ecstatic possibly under the influence of a drug or a potion face daubed with glowing blue paint clad in black lacy gown red hair braided and again we get a reaction her name and here we have a little note saying treat her as normal human in terms of combat stats and that tells you again everything you need to know about the woman that's going to be sacrificed we get a little box out with the combat stats for the drone in case the players engage and we get a final little section called the ritual where we get three bullet points duration how long it takes if it's left to run its course culmination what happens when it reaches its climax and aftermath what occurs after it and all of this stuff is fitted neatly and i don't mean like crammed in with tiny text or anything like that you need to get a magnifying glass app to look at it's all fairly spaced out and neatly done and fits on a single a5 page and you have got an entire potentially multifaceted scene there that your player characters can interact with when they try and work out what's going on with this sacrifice can they free the woman can they engage with the drone what what are the drone doing this for and it's all very very neatly compacted 
This style, as I've said earlier, is carried forward in most of the Necrotic Gnome products, and it's something that really struck me the first time I read Winter's Daughter, because I've read a lot of tabletop adventures, and I found in the past that unless they have like a really good index or a contents page, preferably both, looking at you, White Wolf, then it can sometimes be difficult to find stuff as the game's progressing. Particularly if you're a GM doing something out of a book and you're having to flip between it back and forth, you end up putting post-it notes in or index cards or, heaven forbid, folding in the corner of your book's pages and stuff like that. Or you end up looking for a cheat sheet or something just to enable you to find the information you want to run the game at a reasonable pace without having to constantly pause and um and ah and look for the information but this necrotic gnome method of doing it really struck me because i've run winter's daughter and it was one of the easiest adventures that i've ever run just to pick up the book and run it straight out of the book without me having to do like loads of prep and put bookmarks in and notes and stuff like that i literally read through the book a couple of times and it's not a massive book like I say it's sort of a5 size and it's 24 pages with a few maps and pictures in it so it's not massive but i literally read through it a couple of times picked it up and ran it using the book for my players in one of my games i did a while back and it all went really well they seemed to enjoy it obviously i had to do a little bit of ad-libbing because that's part of the the beauty and joy of rpgs but everything i needed to know pretty much as relates to the adventure itself rather than like bizarre things my player characters decided to do was in that book and was easily accessible and it's this is a sort of tactic that i've tried to carry forward when i write my own stuff making it very easy to find um, adventure hooks and information as you're reading through it's something i hope to continue doing when and if I get around to publishing more stuff, but also just when I'm making my own notes for a game session, because yeah, it might all be in my mind now when I'm writing it or I'm doing my um, prep a couple of days before the session, but it's easy with work and stuff like that to forget little bits and pieces and for information to fall through the cracks while you're engaged in other things and you find yourself turning up on the game night and someone will go, oh, what about this? And you're sort of, oh, I can't actually remember what I, what I said for that. And you either end up improving which fine if you're comfortable with that but you know if you've already done the prep why not just make the prep easy to find stuff in or you end up sort of stumbling over yourself and having to search through a lot of material whereas using this sort of way of phrasing your information and presenting it as sort of as far as i'm concerned a pioneered by necrotic no it can really make it very easy for you to run your material as is with a minimal of flipping backwards and forwards and i'm a great fan of that so that's it for this episode if you've read any of the necrotic gnome adventures and you've had a look at the layout let me know what you think are you a fan not a fan do you love the big wadges of text or do you just want to talk about something to do with tabletop rpgs either way is fine you can get in touch with us a few different ways by leaving a voicemail message on either speakpipe or anchor link in the description of this episode or if you want to send us an email you can send it to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com so until we see you again take care stay safe and whatever you're playing have fun <laughs>